Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. Uh, you can find me all over the place. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dietz Agency. You can even send me a text and get in my community at 208-213-8809. If you text that number and opt in, you will become part of my community, and I am sending out tips and tricks and advice and resources, and you have access to me. And if you respond to the text, it comes right to me and we can connect. You can ask me questions and, you know, I can hopefully help you out in whatever you may need help with. So also check out agencylaunch.net is my masterclass. It's 13 hours of training on how to staff properly, how to sell, how to market. Uh, Those are different and how to retain everything you've sold. So check that out. Um, agencylaunch.net. Okay, today I I wanted to talk about restoration companies. Um, these are partners of ours that we work with. You have probably met one or 50 as they have come into the office and tried to earn your business. Um, I have had some experience in this with restoration companies, and I'll tell you how I've landed on the ones that we're using right now. It wasn't a decision that I honestly wanted to make. It wasn't one that's, it wasn't the direction that I wanted to go towards. I am a fan of the little guys, right? I'm a fan of the mom and pop businesses. I am a fan of the grinders and the ones that are out there trying to make things happen. And a lot of local restoration companies are people who have built their own business and are trying to make things happen. Then there are the other ones, right? There are the giants. There are the national companies, uh, ServePro, ServiceMaster. Those are the first two that come to mind, right? Um, Our company that I am contracted with to sell insurance has formal relationships with some of these partners, and there are benefits to that, and I'm going to I'm going to tell you what those are in a little bit, but I'm going to also tell you a story on why I've leaned uh, the way that I lean. You know what? I've given I've given many restoration companies a chance. Many, I mean, probably ten. You know, over over time, people come in. Hey, my name's Bob. I just started this restoration company. I'd like to earn your business. Yada yada yada. And I was like, all right, well, so we've given people a chance, especially in the first ten years of my career. I I'd throw them a bone, and then we would closely monitor how they did. Um, you know, I don't know what it takes to run a restoration company. I don't know. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's very hard. Everyone that you're dealing with is in some sort of crisis mode. So you walk into the middle of a mess, you know, and it's a tough job. You're dealing with upset people all the time. All right. And that's stressful. Now, uh, where I've seen the issues with restoration companies is in communication. Um, a lot of their work is subbed out to you know, electricians and plumbers and flooring people and carpet people and roofers and framers and, you know, cabinet makers and candlestick make. No, that's a children's nursery rhyme. Okay. Um, anyway, there are a lot of hands that go into a pot, especially in a larger claim. And somewhere along the line where the companies make the most mistakes is with communication. 
you know, the central point of contact for me is my client. Does my client know what's going on? Does my client know when something is supposed to happen? Um, do they know what their role is in the claim? Are they prepped properly, you know, on the front end? We do our best as soon as a home claim is filed, you know, they get an email from my agency that, says, that tries to set some expectations. It says, hey, look, we're sorry this happened. We're here for you. Um, I just want you to understand, you know, that you are going to play a role in this repair. You know, you may be asked to find, um, you know, pick out your carpet or your cabinets or whatever needs to be fixed. And so, um, and I set a kind of pretty loose time frame that's always going to be longer than what the client expects, which is important to lay out in the beginning. Look, this is going to, this could take a while. I just want you to be ready. And so if you can lay the expectation down early, that's fine. What I've found throughout the process is that somewhere along the line, the communication breaks down and, um, and somebody inevitably gets blamed. And a lot of times it's the people that could be running, you know, the, 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 that are doing the restoration. So a couple examples, I had a client or I had somebody that actually worked for me who went through some claims on her own stuff. And we wanted to give a small restoration company an opportunity and we did we're like all right let's see let's see how he does all right and it did not go well it went horribly to be honest with you she uh he contracted out to general contractor and that's where it all went south this general contractor did not do a good job in communicating with um my employee at all she had to call and call and call and call and call and eventually she would end up calling the owner of the restoration company say hey your guy's not calling me back i'm not getting this done i mean it took oh my god it took two months to do something that might have that in my estimation should have taken a couple of weeks and she was really frustrated and i was really surprised that it went down that way because we could have been a really strong source of referrals for this person and so i don't know why they didn't say, hey, this person works for a larger insurance company in town. Um, they go right to the top of the list. Let's knock this one out of the park. And that way we would have referred more and more and more. That was frustrating. That's not the first time that's happened. And um, with some of these smaller companies, they just, it just didn't, the communication was terrible. Call people back, right? Send a text, send an email, set expectations, Okay. Um, gosh, another time I found a mom and pop, actually a pretty big, pretty big one, but still a locally owned business run by a guy. And I went out and I had coffee with this guy and I said, look, here's been my problems with, uh, with, with restoration companies is communication. Okay. So I swear uh, this guy had the best referral program, the best. I was so excited to start to work with this person because what they did was every time we referred somebody to to this specific restoration company, they would send like a gift certificates and like, like dinner and a movie to the client from us, the insurance company. It's like, hey, no, you're in a claim. We know you went through this claim process. Here is dinner and a movie on us. I loved that touch. I thought that was brilliant. So, um, and they'd also send the agency something like a $50 Amazon gift card or something like that. Now that's nice. It's a great touch. And 
you know, who doesn't like a $50 gift card to whatever, to Amazon. And so I can give those away to my team and my staff and stuff like that. So I think, I thought they had it wired, to be honest with you. But the first, the first claim they had went south. They went forward and did work on a shower in a house before proper authorization was put forth. And when that happens, that that's a problem because this claim ended up being denied and they tore out this shower. It was like 5000 bucks or something like that. And so all of a sudden now the client is potentially on the hook for this $5,000. So I was furious and I had to smooth things over with the clients. I had to go to the restoration company and say, hey, you guys did this work before it was approved, before you knew it was going to be you know, covered. And now the guy doesn't have a shower and he's going to have to pay for it. It ended up, we ended up making it right. You know, the, the guy ended up paying, the restoration company ended up eating it. But it was really, it was a lot more work than I wanted to have for a claim. I want my claims to be point and shoot. All right. And I want to be able to hand it off to a restoration company uh, and just to have good quality work be done, good quality communication handled. And I don't want to be involved with my claims. I'm only here if things go south. And then I'll step in and happily take the voice of the client, or I'll take the voice of the company, or of the insurance company or whatever, and try and mediate. I don't want to mediate. Okay, I just want these things to be done. So what we're currently doing right now is we are giving business to our preferred providers, which is something that I didn't want to do in the beginning of my career, but that's where I am. Because in the contract that we have with these preferred providers, if something like that happens with the shower and they go in and they do work that is done um, before it's approved and then it's denied and then the claim is denied, all that work has to be paid for by the restoration company. It's in the, it's in the contract that we have with our uh, with these restoration companies. So if they go in and tear a bunch of stuff up before they should have or before it was approved or if they said it should be covered and then it's not, you know, they have to eat it. And I like that right now. I do. And it's something that we've had to put into play a number of times. Um, it holds them accountable for the decisions that they make. And so we've got a couple of national providers that we refer to because I don't want to have the hassle of A, you know, uh, smoothing over something that didn't go well. It's so frustrating. You know, we can lose clients so many different ways, right? They can move, they can die, they can get divorced, they can shop. There are all these natural ways that we can lose clients. I don't want to lose clients any other any other way. I don't want to invent ways to lose clients, like referring them to a company that's not going to take care of them or you know, if a, if something happens with our billing department or they get poor service from my claims adjusters, which happens rarely, but, you know, I, I don't want to lose a client due to something that's out of my control. It frustrates me to no end. So what we found is right now referring to these national companies is the kind of the path of least resistance. And so, I don't know, I just wanted to share my experience with the restoration companies. These are a part of what we do. I always believe that the claim process is an opportunity for the insurance company to completely shine. It's what we do. We help people fix things due to sudden and unexpected 
issues, you know. So whenever a claim happens, we should be knocking it out of the park because that's our that's what our company does, you know. And so we need to partner with companies that are going to help us with that mission and take care of these people. So those are my thoughts on restoration companies. I don't know. I thought it was worth sharing with you. So that's what I got for you today. My name's Matt. And this is Agency Launch. Do me a favor. Send me a text. 208-213-8809. Um, also, check me out on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Deets Agency. And don't forget about my master class, uh, which is at my master class. Hang on one sec. Uh, which is at agencylaunch.net. Uh, thank you so much for listening and